And now, breaking news from migraine sufferer Whoopi Goldberg about Nurtec ODT Remegipant 75 milligrams. I got big news. Now Nurtec ODT is the first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines. This is big time. Don't take if allergic to Nurtec ODT. The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion. For important safety information, prescribing information, and patient information, visit Nurtec.com. Ask your doctor about Nurtec today. Nurtec, baby. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a Halloween Eve edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the man who did not get caught in the, what was it, the House of Horrors uh, from, from a couple of years ago, one <laughs> Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine Halloween Eve, sir? It was me in the state puff marshmallow costume. Ah, yes. a, a, a dynamite. You know what? I'm not going to go on this tangent because it's an hour show. And we have better things to talk about. But, <laughs> man, let's just have this holiday or whatever you want to call this past. Because I got, because I was a non creative kid, or I'm a, I'm a non creative human being. I h- hated Halloween, hated it. And I still hate it. This is the most, I'm going to tell you folks right now, this is the most anti-Halloween show in the history <laughs> of shows. There's no podcast in the world that is more anti-Halloween than the One of the hundred reasons why we get along. But God, this is like, like, because at work, like there's this, the, I have a coworker who just is very pro-Halloween and just posts like, because we do like a hello, good morning, like, I don't know, in, in our, in, like, in our group chat like every morning mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. has a halloween meme and like every day and like i'm just like you know what good for you because you ain't getting that from me like i like like thank god we never had the whole yeah let's get dressed up for for work halloween thing because yeah good god that would just bring me to my knees and just say lord take me now <laughs> and, and let's say this we we are not uh, we're not against other people enjoying the holiday it is not a holiday that we enjoy ourselves. It's all we're saying here on the Broad Street Line. If you guys want to get dressed up and get your costumes going and go to your Halloween parties or whatever, knock yourself out. It's fine. Are you going to see me in a Ghostbusters outfit this Sunday while I'm watching the Eagles game? No, you're not. <laughs> and you never will. Well, oh, I won't no. say, I'll never say never, but never. As no, time no. I remember. Like, I remember the last time I willingly put on a costume was mm. a friend of mine a long time ago, like 20s rented out this hall in, in like right off of south street and the and the gig was you had to wear a costume like they don't like they, they weren't making any excuses so i went to like the because this is just the easiest thing you do i went to the local nurses uh store <laughs> like i don't know like like near my apartment and got some scrubs yeah and like called myself like asian like i don't know uh dobbs or whatever the hell that guy's name was on scrubs <laughs> I like it. See that that's the thing. It's like you gotta if you if you have to do it, do the bare minimum, you know, effort required to it. I even again, brought I even bought a stethoscope. Oh, there so you that, go. like I, I could have just said, you know what, let me just buy the scrubs for 20 bucks. But you know what? I spent the extra $13.95 and got the stethoscope and like was like, I don't know, like 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 checking people's like I don't know, vitals. Oh, see, there you go. Sorry. So you, you even went the extra step. You put some effort into it. So kudos to you. And again, kudos to all you guys out there who are celebrating Halloween this weekend. Um, again, you were you were a, a, I don't know whether you were specifically a doctor or a nurse or, or whatever like that, but the Eagles themselves may need some a doctor or a nurse. After no, because Sunday's right game. now I would check if I was in my costume, I would yes. check Nick Sirianni's fe- like head to see if he has a fever because that MF are crazy. And like, I don't know, like, no, like, I feel like it's, it's accidental, but every day there's some sort of news or, or event that happened that makes me dislike every one of these Philly teams more. Like, I don't know whether it's just not, just not having a person that sets up other basketball players in a professional basketball game or talking about lawns or Mm -hmm. I don't know, just watching watching college prospect YouTube and knowing that the Eagles won't like, even if they drafted them, they would screw them up. Yeah. So it's not a good time. Uh, Philly fans are down bad. Um, as people would say, not a good time for Philadelphia sports fans. We'll talk about some of those teams on this edition of the broad Street line. 
Uh, so as we always like to say, sit back, relax, take a ride on a Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, sir? Uh, no. Shout-outs to you guys for tuning in again every Saturday here. If you're listening live on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or if you're listening on a podcast, thank you for getting us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, uh, Google, uh, YouTube Music, Spotify. Uh, just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your MP3-enabled device, or your computer. Listen to us wherever you are or take us with you on the go 24-7-365. We are a very, very accessible podcast. And speaking of accessible, our radio show, and speaking of accessible, you can also hit us up on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. We will not be at any Halloween parties. We will, we will be hopefully enjoying an Eagles game, an Eagles win on Sunday. Uh, but other than that, what are you going to be tweeting about this weekend, my friend? I will. Um, you know what? I'm going to do this random thing because, unfortunately, there were, there was really bad news this week that that a a local company originating out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, has decided, I think, to just go out of business, unfortunately. Ring of Honor. And mm. someone posted something about, like, I don't know, this random event. Like, I don't know, like, in 2011, where, like, just had, like, I don't know, all these dudes that grew, that ended up being stars. I'm going to try to go down the Ring of Honor wishing well and try to find old wrestling matches on youtube to just like i don't know just 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 pay 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 respects to a place frankly that is like i don't know like wrestling wouldn't be it where it is right now without ring of honor it's it's that important to the to the history of professional wrestling yeah we talk a lot of wrestling on the show and as chris mentioned like ring of honor um recently announced that that they're going on hiatus um after their big show in december um, this obviously does not bode well for the future for Ring of Honor because usually with things like wrestling companies like this go on hiatus, they don't come out of hiatus um, at the end of this. So um, Ring of Honor, again, as Chris just mentioned, again, it was the, the I guess, the, the formative uh, steps for a lot. It is lot. the indies. It's the yeah. indies. Like, I know, yeah. Ring of Honor is indie wrestling. Yeah. Now, a lot of the guys we, we watch every week in WWE and AEW and New Japan a lot of those guys cut their teeth in Ring of Honor. I mean, you could have gone down to, you know, it's known as what the twenty three hundred Armory now, but you could have gone gone down to the the building formerly known as the ECW Bingo Hall and seen basically half of the current WWE roster just about, or half the AEW roster just about, at some point in their careers, you know, cutting their teeth um, in Ring of Honor. So again, if you are a wrestling aficionado, um, again, you might, might do you a service as well to kind of go back. And see if you can find those old tapes or old tapes, geez, those old uh, uh, YouTube clips of those Ring of Honor matches. Because again, they were some oh, great, great matches. Oh, guys, of Claudio Castiglione. There you Tyler go. Black. Yes. Uh, yes. Brian da- well, Brian Danielson. Well, he's, that's I, his I name. Feel, I, I yeah. feel that's gone like like full circle and like Kevin Steen. Kenny, yeah, yeah, Kenny Omega. So no, like, like it, it and it, it's a local, like it's originated out of Philadelphia. So let's and. Man, like I don't know. I always said AEW is always is good because these these folks that decided to go on a limb and make this their primary job can 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 make money. So like, let's just hope all these folks can kind of land on their feet. Like I don't know. This mm-hmm. is like I don't know these. And honestly, I'm surprised they lasted this long. I, I mean, like I would have because I don't know how this company made money in the last yeah, no. year and a half. Well, yeah, they had they had they had the TV deal with Sinclair. It's like the Sinclair Broadcast Networks. They basically owned uh, Ring of Honor. So I guess Sinclair, you know, basically bought Ring of Honor so they could have programming for their networks. But I mean, I guess that well kind of ran dry. So yeah, so it was kind of it's kind of a tough deal for for again Ring of Honor and everybody kind of employed there and everybody working there. But you know, as Chris mentioned, hopefully, you know, with you know an AEW, with the WWE, with other outlets out there, hopefully all these folks can kind of land on their feet. Um, somewhere Just else. imagine the the library if you buy that ring of honor library i mean like that stuff mm-hmm. like i mean you could you could build documentaries just off the videos oh absolutely you're abs- absolutely right so yeah so again definitely check out a lot of that stuff is on youtube so definitely check it out if you are a wrestling aficionado um this is the end of october so we are finishing up a people power media fest here at philly cam radio this is our annual month-long celebration of community media and membership and this year we are focused on sharing the ways our media can be a form of community care. So be sure to catch conversations, workshops, and special programming focused on ways storytelling cultivates care. Tune in and be a part of the fest on cable, here on the radio, and online. For more information, visit 
ppmfest.org. Again, we have a lot of good stuff coming up here over the next, I guess, few days here from the end of October and into November as well here at Philly Cam Radio. So definitely check that out. All right, it's time now to talk about the local sports team, sadly enough. Um, we'll talk basketball. Let's start with we, basketball. We can't talk about Ring of Honor for 49 minutes. Nah, we could. I don't want to alienate the entire audience uh, by doing that. Uh, we'll talk some local basketball for a little bit. Um, ben Simmons currently out indefinitely um, dealing with mental issues. He actually addressed the team on Friday, um, last Friday, saying that he, quote, isn't feeling mentally himself and he needs time to get right. He's currently meeting... Um, with uh, mental health professionals as of now. And considering that he's not um, missing or that he's, he is missing games for personal reasons, um, the team has stopped finding Ben Simmons for missed games and practices. Yeah, he's actually working out at the facility. I, I saw conflicting reports saying he was either working out at the facility or working out at the facility with the team. I'm not sure what's exactly true. Either way, he's in the building, he's working out. And he's meeting with, with, with uh, mental health professionals again. Well, as well Roy, this is an update. This is a live update. Oh, here we go. Here we Stop. go. This is from one of the, one of the goats of Sixers beating, Kyle Newback. Doc yeah. Rivers says Ben Simmons was at shoot-around. A mm. lot of shooting, quote-unquote. Whoa. Oh, God. Whoa. Doc ben Rivers, Simmons Doc shooting. Rivers is terrible. Like, no, like, you don't, <laughs> you don't have to – include that to say he was a shoot around like i don't like because now you because what what this team doesn't need is another added level of drama like i don't know like you need to keep your press conferences as brief as possible because right now i knew that this season did not have a good vibe to it it just didn't have a good feel but four games in i like did you expect after four games that 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 the lack or, or or the dearth at point guard would rear its ugly head because i did it i thought that but i mean it shows <laughs> I, I mean we've been saying it for months i've been saying it internally forever they don't have a point guard and they didn't have a like they needed one when you had a guy that wasn't on hiatus and now you really need one and they don't have so two games. Oh, excuse me. Four games in as we're recording this episode, the Sixers are two and two. Um, they beat the Pelicans in their opener. They blew a, a lead to the Nets in their home opener. Uh, they came back after that and stomped out the Thunder, who stink. And they came after that and had a very disappointing game against the New York Knicks um, in the Garden. So again, as we're recording this, they're two and two. Um, most important stat for the Sixers right now: Sixers butt naked last in the NBA in terms of pace. Um, I want to say they were second last year. I might have that number wrong, but I know they're last in pace. Um, and I know they're Twitter. They are, I believe in 25th in defense um, as of right now. And they were significantly higher than that. I think they were like 12th last year. Um, the pace thing obviously, you know, points to the one thing that Chris mentioned, the lack of a point guard. The really, <laughs> it's really sad to say, really the only healthy point guard, again, through, the, through four games for the Philadelphia 76ers is Tyrese Maxey who's really good at attacking the basket, who's really good at creating offense for himself. He's not very good at creating offense for other people. He's averaging See, like no, three I or four assists a game. I think what people, and I think people, just people on Twitter, just just, just layman people, yeah. when they see Tyrese Maxey, they just say, oh, point guard. But if you're a hooper, like we are, mm. you know that point guarding it, it means a lot more than being 6'1", having a PG next to your damn name, when you're like, I don't know how, like, I mean, it really is distribution. It's getting the team in sets. And I, I, I mean, Ben Simmons did that. <laughs> and, and they, and, and to ask Tyrus Maxey to do that is just irresponsible on the coach. And it's irresponsible on the team constructing the team. Like that is like, and, and, and one going into this and, and, and the guy who's injured, Shake Milton, isn't that either. So, I, I mean, like, this comes back to, I, I mean, like, the contingent. They did not plan for this season. And I know, like, you can walk and chew gum. You can deal with the Ben Simmons stuff and still say, okay, what what happens if Ben isn't available to play? And I, I don't feel they discuss that at all. Well, let me just say, and maybe you can shoot back at this. Maybe I'll, I'll shoot Doc Rivers a little bit of bail because you said is he responsible on, on the coach on this? 
Um, I don't know what Doc Rivers could do. I don't know what his options are as far as a point guard. I mean, all he's got on the roster right now is Tyrese Maxey. Um, should he have pushed harder for a point guard in the offseason? Yes. Maybe is that yes. you're asking? Okay, that's no, fine. Like, yeah, that's fine. No, like I don't like <clears throat> no that like I, I mean if you scream enough and you're not Nick Sirianni, you don't like you actually have some clout with with the GM. Like I don't know, you've been around forever. You you should have said in your raspy voice, we need a point guard desperately. And for a guy that's that was a point guard and has been around the NBA for 40 years, mm-hmm. how can like I don't know like this is this is what for me that will or that will or won't sink the season is is, is that position and and four games in I don't know why you didn't see this a month ago like I don't know sign anyone like I I mean I'm sorry but. One of those dudes at the back end of the roster don't need to be here for like if you can replace them with replacement point guard A. And the thing was like this isn't necessarily like the newest thing in the world. Like last year, again, we saw the issues that you know when Ben Simmons wasn't on the floor, like you really didn't have you know an ideal playmaking point guard. Do they the not feel that the importance of it? Do they feel that they can run? Because I feel that they just. I mean, in their mind, they can run their DHO stuff without a like because they rely on a lot of like off the ball movement. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, just running your DHOs. But haven't we seen four thousand times when the defense is really engaged when the, when the opposing defense is engaged that you can't run that stuff? Like right. I, I mean, if my stupid self can see this for the last for a president and a half, that like I don't know you. This stuff does not – you cannot execute this stuff 100% of the time. You need a guy that can, like, break his man down. And we haven't seen that in a and very long time. What I'm saying is, like, they knew it was it was so bad last year. They knew it was so bad. It was bad enough they went out and got George Hill, who stunk. But, I mean, like, he was competent, but he kind of – he wasn't that good. But they knew it was a problem last year. Now you have no George Hill. Now you have no Ben Simmons. Like, you should say, like, hey, man, like, yo, like, something's up. Like, we got to get a guy this summer – Again, unless you thought Tyrese Maxey was going to make the leap of leaps when it comes to playmaking. Yeah, exactly. You had you should have addressed this in the summer. So again, if you want to knock Doc Rivers on that, that's that's fine. No, we are not we are <clears throat> not holding Daryl Morey's feet to the fire for this current situation. Like for like just put situation in quotes and just put everything in there. The Ben situation, the point guard situation, the the situation of just like I don't know, like just over overloading on these three and D wings who don't do anything but shoot. Like, I, I, I mean, like three and D's are cute when you can, like, I don't know. Cause I think a lot of teams have tried to like implement, Oh, let's run what the warriors run. Like, I don't know, just three and D guys that can just play like wing defend and, and, and shoot transition threes. But you know what most teams or oh, every team is missing when they do that. Clay, Stephen Clay. <laughs> Can I can I just say something? Because again, not not no no knock on you, but this is a knock on people who again we like to throw the term the three and D term out there like it's whatever, but three and D to me means three and D. How many three and D guys do the Sixers truly have? Guys who can play both ways? Because again, you got Ferk who can shoot threes, can't play D. You got Matisse who can play D, can't shoot anything. You got Isaiah Joe's a nice little shooter. You got a bunch of wings and stuff like that who could do Danny Green. You got a bunch of wings who could do some things, but like they're not complete three and D guys. Like it's not like if you had a three and D guy, that'd be great. I think you just have a whole bunch of one dimensional dudes who play the same spot. You know what I want? I want to replace the D with dribble. I want a three and <laughs> dribble player. I that's my three and D because when you put the ball in a lot of these players' hands, whether it's Danny Green, Isaiah Joe, they can't dribble. They are they are a one trick pony on offense, and you can't have that any like like that's that's great when you have an elite like I don't know penetrator creator right whatever right. Wh- whatever term whatever basketball term you want you can have those guys but on this team you need multiple guys that can dribble the basketball and how many guys can dribble a basketball on this team. <laughs> And that's the thing. It's like, how many guys do you trust just to simply bring the ball up the court and get you in a set? 
Like it's really, it's really sad when you sit here and you're like, all right, well, obviously Tyrese Maxey can do it. You know, Furkan Korkmaz has been kind of like pushed to duty in, in order to do it. Other than that, it's like we're kind of like we're kind of like grasping at grasping at straws. It's like uh, Jaden Springer, like I'm not even sure, I'm not even sure who the third best dude on, on this team is. And that's not again, like this is just basic basketball. Like this is fundamental stuff. Again, it was so bad last year. You went out and had to get George Hill. He ain't here. Ben ain't here. Those same two dudes ain't. Shake is hurt. So you're like, fam, like, what are we, like, what are we doing? Like, I know you might be in love with the Paul Reeds and the Charles Bassies or whatever like that. Give me a dude who can just bring the ball up court and get me like three or four assists a game. I'm not even asking for the world. This is a, just a, a replacement level point guard. Like, this shouldn't be that hard to find, right? Um, <laughs> if if you give me George Hill back, I mean, I don't even know why you bought him out or, or whatever, well, whatever. I don't know. You know what this team would would die for? A TJ McConnell. <laughs> TJ oh, McConnell God. would be the starting point guard right now. I pay TJ McConnell twelve million dollars a year right now. Like it's like, no, that's how like, desperate. No, remember <laughs> how like I don't know. People said, "Oh, like when we were in the process era or whatever era we were in." Like I don't know. Oh, we got an upgrade from TJ. Have you ever replaced TJ McConnell? No, like that's that's really a question. Like if we if we sat down and this is what twenty twenty one. If we sat down from the beginning of the process to today and just ranked all the Sixers point guards from then till now, TJ McConnell's probably in the top three or four, which is, which is kind of, I, I guess it's probably sad. I mean, if you think no, about it. like Roy, like, I don't know. Like honest question. How other than like that 17, 18 team, I feel like, I don't know, like 18, 19, like that had Jimmy that had, like, yeah. I don't know that had some eyes. Like that really had the, the, the blueprint on, the best Sixers team. That was it. Like, right. it, it was it, it lasts three months, but like I don't know, you lived it. But I, I mean, like that seventeen eighteen team had 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 a backup point guard and one like they still like like I know people love like Seth Curry like has played great, but do but do teams fear Seth Curry? Like I, I like 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 no one is double teaming. Leaving a du- d- double teaming him, like I don't know, they're letting, they're just letting him cook, which is great. But you need, they don't, ha- they haven't had feared players in a long time. Like, and for all the like grief that JJ Redick got, people were scared when they, when he ran off that DHO, ran off the curl. Like you had guys running towards him. No one running, no one's running towards anybody. Like I don't know, even, and I know that people, like I know he's a great dude. But man, like I don't know. You just see Tobias Harris, and you're just like, "Damn!" Does anyone is anyone scared of Tobias Harris? Even if he is unconscious, they just say, "Okay, let let, let Toby cook." Like I, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like thirty seven billion dollars doesn't buy you an ounce of fear in another team. Well, I know clear, clearly the answer is no, and, and and you're right. Like people don't really fear Seth Curry. I mean, I think I think teams for whatever reason, I think teams still kind of underestimate Seth Curry. Because again, he's a fan, he's a fantastic shooter. Like I think they should be running more guys at Seth Curry. But I think everybody has said, like, look, the blueprint to beat the Sixers is to like to you know like double team Joel Embiid, force him to kick the ball out, and yeah. then just de- and deal with everything else. And that's always worked. Like we've seen it, <laughs> it works. But again, like Joel Embiid is going to have his nights where he's going to get off for you know like thirty two and eleven or whatever like that. But again, like if, again, if you force him to get rid of the ball and like have those other dudes beat you. If you're a good team, you beat the Sixers team. Period. Yeah, yeah no, like I mean, if if, if you like like if you're an opposing team scouting the Sixers, what do you just say? Stop and beat. That's Stop it. And beat. That's it. Like that's it. Yeah, like like because again, we how many times we we've already seen it this year. Tobias have his you know his twenty three nine and eight or whatever like that, and the Sixers lose. And they, yeah, the, no, <laughs> but like 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 Tobias Harris's production doesn't open up something for anybody else. Right. Same with Seth Curry. Like I, I mean, they're just operating in kind of like a silo. Which is, which is great, I think. But it like your production needs to open up stuff for like, and everyone is just like kind of it's like a solo. Like I'm like you need, you need someone to open it up for everybody. Like you need someone's good like production to open. And they don't have that, and that's why. And will they have it? Like I don't know, this season. Well, well. Maybe <laughs> I guess it's all I have for you, but but again, like part of that though. Again, we haven't talked about again the elephant or the other elephant in the room. Um, I guess part of the the offensive struggles with this team is that 
the fact that Joel Embiid's leg is probably about to fall off any day now. Um, Embiid is dealing with severe knee pain. Um, got injured um, in the uh, season opener against the Pelicans. Reportedly, according to Ramona Shelburne, the pain was so bad that he couldn't walk for two days after that game. Um, and so you can see Joel Embiid, especially in that Knicks game earlier this week, Joel Embiid kind of like having issues, kind of getting up and down the floor, getting getting in position. So I think part of this is the fact that Joel Embiid, I, I, don't, I don't know whether it's a Joel Embiid thing or it's a Doc Rivers thing, but again, we see Joel Embiid out on the court. He's not posting up deep. He's like posting up at, you know, foul line extended, like, you know, far away from the basket. And I don't know if that's a knee thing. I don't know if that's a coaching thing, but Joel Embiid isn't, isn't the Joel Embiid dominant force down low that I think he needs to be for this team. And again, without that, then I don't know how you beat any good team. You don't like that. No. And it's, and you cannot tell me, like, I don't know, like you can't, there's no gauge on this, but I I mean, mentally, you can't tell me these dudes are 100%. Like, I don't know. Focused. You can't, you're missing one of your players, one of your best players. Like, I I mean, that, Mm -hmm. that is like, and this is where the human element comes in. And this is why I've said for months, this is why you can't have this linger in the season because you're missing like one of your best players and you're expecting them to carry, you're expecting everyone to just be on step up. This isn't like a say where like, I don't know, like one guy's out for a couple of games and you step up. Everyone is asked to do way more than, than they, than they're probably capable of. And this is, this is it. And I don't know how this is sustainable. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you know, I, you know, Joel's got to be, you know, playoff level Joel, like Tobias has to score more like Tyrese Maxey has to run the team and, you know, and contribute some points. Um, ideally you'd like to get some more from Danny Green. You ain't. Um, Furkan Korkmaz has to be your backup point guard. Like your, your second unit's got to be more consistent. Cause again, like, again, you're, you're basically your man deep. Like, so your man, let your man down. Um, so yeah, so you have a lot of guys kind of miscast in different spots. And, you know, to this point, you know, very few guys have been able to kind of step up and, and kind of assume that role. Again, Furkan's been fine. I mean, he is, he's been who he is. Tyrese Maxey's been fine. I mean, he's not like the playmaking point guard that we, you know, that we'd like to have. But again, for a guy in his second year being asked to do what he's don't been, you know, been asked to do, he's been fine. See, this um, is why when people were screaming, oh, like, I don't know, just let him sit for a month. This is why you can't do that. This, like, the la- the first four games is an example why you, keep, you can't keep doing this. And you, get, you, you gotta you need a point guard, you need a body. <laughs> you yeah. need bodies out there who can do stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, so, what do you, like, what is your suggestion? Like, I don't know, to like, I don't know, to like, not even rectify the season. Because I think that this season was doomed from, from since June 20th. Because frankly, I still don't think that, I feel that this this regime or this crew needs closure. They don't have closure. The wound is still open from June the 20th. Like, I, I mean, and it's going to be reopened Sunday or like it, it's going to be reopened Saturday. Frankly, it's, it, it, it's, it's reopened every time they see that dude. Like, I don't know, like what, it, like seeing how the first four games played out, what is your suggestion to the Sixers as a, as a collective GM coach players? What is it? Well, I, I think, I, again, like I think they're in the in the midst of the Ben Simmons rehabilitation program right now, and so I don't, I don't think you can just like cut bait with that this second. I think you're kind of. I think if you asked me if you asked me this two weeks ago before the season started, I'd be like, look, just trade this dude and get a couple warm bodies that can play, and we'll figure it out. But now you're kind of committed to like, all right, let's see what we, you know, let's see if we can fix, you know, figure out what's going on with this guy and kind of reintegrate him. So I think you let that play out, but until then. But you got it. You have to get a. You got to get a point guard. No, but you can you do point. this with the goal of, of being, a competitive team working towards something a playoff? I think you can. I think you just can't let it go too long. I, I think. I think you probably. I don't know. I gotta look at. I gotta look at the schedule and see how it kind of breaks. So maybe you probably have maybe 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 a month or so to kind of figure this out. Like maybe by Thanksgiving you can say, hey. Like, is this dude, like, is this going to be part of the team or not? Because if he's not, then we got to move on. But until – you have to make a move now. You hate to be the knee-jerk kind of reaction kind of dude, but you can't have Furkan Korkmaz as your backup point guard. You can't have Shake Milton be, like – you can't be overly reliant on Shake Milton to, like, get your – you know, get your – the second unit, you know, in sets and stuff like that. Like you you have to get a guy. Like, again, I, I know we bagged on George Hill, but just give me a George Hill type of guy for, like, a month. Somebody. 
Like I'm dying over here, man. It's so bad. It is so bad. And they you have know this team is terrible. Did you think it was gonna be not? You didn't think it was gonna be this bad. I think it's gonna be this bad. I think it's gonna be this bad. Like this team is nothing see, in the, in the see, half court. Like nothing. See, you talk to me enough. Where you just need to just, I just need to rub off on you a little more. Just, yeah. the, just the a, absolute def, because, like, I saw, I did see. Okay, it's a little worse than I thought, but I mm-hmm. did think it was going to be because, but it's, it's the overreaction to young players, boy. Like it, mm-hmm. it's saying Tyrese Max is going to take a leap. Is he going to take a leap in some stuff? Yes, sure. But playmaking, you're that is that comes with just reps. And right. just instinct. You don't. That's the stuff you don't get over in a summer. Like, hmm. could you get better working on your jumper? Yeah. Like, can can you get better at your dribble? But you need reps at a point guard position. You need to like fail a lot and figure it out. Like, that's why. Man, th- this was such a like. I'm trying to think of because Eagles have done this. Like, I, I don't know. This is like the Eagles. I'm trying to think when 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 they tr- didn't address the Evan Math when they didn't address guard when Evan Mathis got cut mm-hmm. and you and you correctly said shamble. Yes. The point guard situation is in shambles. shambles. This is this is what this is the the uh, this I'm trying to think of what it would be now. If the Eagles, well, linebacker, but like no, <laughs> like, I don't say it, no. Oh no, this would have been that if they didn't sign Stephen Nelson. Okay, that that's. That's that's fair. That might even be generous, because yeah, because I mean, at least you at least you had Darius Light. At least you had Devonte Maddox. I mean, you could have been you could have been like moderately capable at defensive at, at cornerback without Stephen Nelson. Like the 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 the, the Sixers, you know, aren't. I don't even think they're quite moderately capable. Well, maybe they are now with the Shakes back. But again, like this is no, I mean, no, they're no, back. Shake Milton. Shake Milton is Avante Maddox. That's fair. But I don't think Tyrese Max is Darius Slay. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I think you're giving them a little bit more credit than they deserve. And again, Tyrese Max is great. He's a good kid, whatever like that. But you're right. Point guards don't become really good playmakers without reps. And again, we're seeing it like we see it with the good guys. We see it with LaMelo Ball. Like LaMelo Ball now, just now, starting to cut down on his turnovers. It's just starting to figure out how to be a good playmaker. Yeah. Like you see the you see the 70 foot bounce passes and you see all the stuff that makes you know makes the highlights. And Lamelo has natural playmaking instincts too. I don't right. think Tyrese Maxis does. Like I mean no. like this is your and, and one maybe you shouldn't expect him to be like this is this is why you should put like and one Tyrese Maxis shouldn't be like I don't know asked it like I don't think his his upside is a playmaker. His max side is a bucket. He needs to be a bucket. And now, instead of asking him to be a bucket, you're asking him to do something that he might not even be good at. Tyrese Maxey, again, he's a talented dude. His game is not suited to be that seven, eight assist per game guy. Like he is, like you said, this dude is like this dude is like young Boulder Williams. Like that's yes. who he is. Like give this dude Did the, they ever give ask the Blue ball. Williams to run a team? No, yeah, no, no. Like like could he get the ball up over the court? You know, like up yeah. the court and like give it to AI and get out the way? Sure. Could he could he take the ball and attack the basket and get fouled? Absolutely. Was he going to give you seven or eight assists a game? Absolutely not. Again, that's not what his game was. But that's fine. Years that was in, his role. Fifteen years in, and I don't think there have been a lot of words to describe Lou Williams's game. Playmakers never one of them. No, Bucket no, score, no. Right. like I don't know, cre- like shot creator, playmaker. Right. And you know what? He's had a hell of a career. Like heck of a career. Yep. So that's why. Mm. It is, damn. Like I don't know. Like they just they botched this, and they've been to be honest, they've been botching decisions for the last few months. Yeah, no, no. It, it, it's been it's been a, you know it's been a, a long time since they've had. Well, I mean to, to their well, I was gonna say the draft, but again, who knows? You know, Do you like, think when this all went like when Ben Simmons gets traded because he will get traded, will we as a collective said they should have made it? They should have made a decision earlier. I mean, look, hindsight's twenty twenty, so we'll probably say it at the time. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'll, I'll say yeah. I mean, because again, like, I, like whatever, whatever the deal is, it's probably not. It's either going to be not as good as the deal you probably could have got a couple of months ago, or as you good mean, as a, are, or as good are, as the deal you could have got a couple of months ago. But are then you again, be willing to trade CJ? 
trade for CJ McCollum now. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, like I would have traded, I probably would have traded CJ McCollum like months ago. Like CJ McCollum to me is fine. Like it's like he's fine. No, to me. but even though he'd he'd be the number one banana here. And I think Pete, like I CJ McCollum's a really good player, but mm-hmm. he's also been the second wheel. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like behind Dame. And Dame's a really big wheel. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like he's always getting our this is what I hate. Like, I don't want, I want a number, like, even if it was Zach Levine, like, I don't know, like, Zach Levine's the number one banana there. Like, mm-hmm. he's been a number one banana. Like, are we okay with elevating CJ McCollum to number one creator uh, creator status if, if you were to get him? So you're saying number one creator status? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I or are we just, like, at, at this point, just get any soul in here? Well, look, I mean, like, at this point, because, again, like, who knows what Ben Simmons' value is. At this point, C.J. McConnell is probably, probably like, the, the pinnacle of value. So, yeah, could I, do I want the guy the pinnacle of value, or do I, like, do I want somebody who might fit better is what you're saying, maybe? Or Yeah. No, no, no. Are you willing to take a chance on a dude who's never been the number one option being the number one option on the Sixers? Well, you keep saying number one option. I mean, it's still Joe. It's still Joe's team. Oh no, no, I no, I mean perimeter option. My bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, no. Like, I, look, man, I have quit the Ben Simmons narcotic. All right, like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm off of it. I've healed myself. I am like Pookie in New Jack City. I'm clear. Everything's now, fine. No, I don't I, care. I, at this I'll point. ask you offline. When? Yeah. When did you heal yourself? Uh. Was there a moment? Was it? Yeah. The, was it the practice? Was it like Not, the nine well, coming in? It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was the. It was probably the. It was probably the nah, I'm Not sh- well. It was either the nah, I'm Not showing up, or or the or the the nah, Don't come up to my house. Okay. That really. That really bothered me. That really <laughs> bothered me. The don't come to my house because that that's yeah. to me is like, come on, man. It's like at the very least. Again, you don't owe anybody anything. But at the very least, again, as you mentioned to me, these are the dudes you want to battle with for, you know, a couple of years, especially Joe. I mean, if you yeah. don't want to, if you don't think you owe Matisse Leibel, or maybe not, but I mean, Joel and Tobias and Matisse and see, who the other like guy everyone, was, but. but like I mean, thinking in his brain, bless everyone for doing this. If you got this crazy beef with Joe for throwing you under the bus, knock yourself out. I, I mean, like if you want to like. But what the hell has Tobias Harris done to you? No. What is Matisse like? Like, like no. people are saying, oh, like they threw him on the bus. Two dudes throw him on the bus. Two. 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 And and, and again, it was really legit criticism. Oh, they, he, <laughs> oh, sorry. He deserved that and more. You know mm-hmm. what? They you know what? He got off easy. And I don't know. And, 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 and I know he's dealing with stuff. No, he got off no, easy. No, no, no. Easy. No. Because you heard what was the, the the Nets game? I think it was the Nets game where Joel, you know, he was critical of Tobias, he was critical of himself, he was critical of a bunch of dudes. Like after that game, I was sitting there watching that post game press conference, and I'm like, you know what? He couldn't say these same things about Ben if Ben was no. there. If Ben was there, and they blew that game against the Nets, and he said, well, Tobias missed a shot, and I missed a shot, and Ben missed a shot, he couldn't have said that because Ben wouldn't have taken it the right way. But he said it. And those dudes had clearly they don't have a problem with they don't have a problem with Joe. Joe's like, look, as a team, we all made mistakes, we lost, we shouldn't have lost that game. That's fine. And he couldn't say that about Ben. And I was like, you know what? I was like, this is probably why this thing ain't gonna work out. No, because again, Ben, York, ben I'm- Ben's critical of that little bit of criticism. Because again, when I heard the Joel and B, when the Joel and B said what he said about you know we had a shot under the basket, we didn't take it or whatever, and then we kind of the, the momentum turned. I really didn't think too much of it. I really didn't. At the time, like I, I heard it live, and I'm like, "All right, well, that's fine." Like I don't think, you know, it's, I mean, he was right, but again, if that, and we were told it's not the problem, but if that's still a problem, that little bit of criticism is a problem, then it ain't gonna work here. It just ain't gonna work. Last Friday, I'm like just in my zone in New York City, and I'm like just trying to catch up, and then mm-hmm. I see this on my phone where like Ben Simmons has a meeting with the team, and and everyone makes themselves accountable, including himself. What are the other teammates making themselves accountable for? <laughs> like, I don't, did they have to lie and say, like, no, this is, see, that phrase mm-hmm. is like, this is never going to work. Where you literally, like, what on earth are you, do you need to apologize for? 
see again like i saw the same thing and i'm sitting there and i'm like all right so he went into practice and he's like yeah i'm just gonna need Nino brown this thing i'm gonna say like yo man if i'm going down i'm taking all y'all down with me like you no, gotta take, so you gotta, like so they have to say yeah uh I apologize to like it's just like I don't know just you you're just trying to cajole like you're just trying to like appease him like no you're not- no 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 Ben Z said no no but yeah, yeah yeah you're right you're right I'm sorry like those players are the same like yeah yeah Ben you're right we all messed up yeah you messed no, up no, no. <laughs> this is not the point of this exercise Ben right. the point of this exercise is you need to grow the hell up yes this is on you buddy like don't be mad and oh man like i know i messed up but matisse messed up too and Joe yeah, messed no up too. no that's Doc exactly messed, like, how yeah, i nah. feel that that meeting went it wasn't nah. like because if we're being completely honest ben needs to pour his soul out to that team and say you know what i got stuff i need to work out we ain't perfect but i all this is on me right. <laughs> really like but until that point this is just window dressing this is like, I don't know, just that, like, this is just like, I don't know. Other teams just really, this this session that he's going through is just waiting for teams to like have bad starts to the season and say, okay, we're feeling desperate now. Let's talk. Because there ain't no rehabilitation on this. It's not like, I don't know. When I saw that, I was walking and I'm just, and I say to myself, are you bleeping kidding me? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, these dudes need to apologize for what? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what what what. Uh, no, but you're right. That's exactly how it went. It's like, yeah, I made a mistake too. Yeah, like like yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I'm glad you agree. Then, then, then you know, Tobias, since you apologize, you know what? I'm sorry for passing the Matisse. I'm sorry for shooting 18 percent from three point line. I'm I like I, I'm I'm sorry for hiring my brother. Like, oh my god, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I wasn't planning on getting, but you get fired up, I saw man. that. No, because it's still. He still can't own anything, Roy. He can't. No. no, it's like this is on you, buddy. Like this is like this is on you. Like you have to own this. All right. And again, I understand. Like I don't want to be that guy who's cynical. You know, when they say you know Ben Simmons, you know, like this is you know this is a ploy to get paid or whatever like that. Like I don't want to be that. Oh no, like, no, I don't no, want to be no, that guy. No, no, I don't think it's that. I, I, I definitely don't think it, it's like the ploy to get paid. I just think that like. Once again, they cannot, like, I don't know, like, he will not. It's plenty of factor, knock yourself out, sure. But mm-hmm. it, 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 it's about, like, I don't know, like, trying to rationalize in his head that it's not all his fault. In, but right. in the case, it is all his fault. It is all, all his fault, right. <laughs> but, but, like, in, but in that moment, in that moment in Camden, where it's like, oh, yeah, man, that's probably my fault, too. It's, it's all my fault. In his mind, he's like, "Oh yeah, this player said it's not his fault." So you know what? I've been, I've been vindicated. Like I, but he's just—it's—it's it's just it, it needs to be over. It really does. Listen, what look, whatever it takes. All right, whatever it takes to get everybody through, whatever you know. Now, but there's no such thing as recon- full reconciliation where he's a part of the team long term. I don't believe so. You don't believe so. I can't <laughs> see it. I don't see it. <laughs> But like, is anyone with like n- not a Simo the Savage T-shirt saying like seeing like I don't know? Oh, this is the beginning of like oh uh, oh uh, uh, someone said oh man this is the beginning of the comeback. I'm like oh my heavens. Oh the what? There ain't no coming back. No brother, we're not doing. No, that. like that. That's the thing. God bless. Like these people are humans, and you think that they can just forget? You think these players can just forget the last three months like that? And I know, again, I know they're like, oh, Ben's our boy, da 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 No, man, like, there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of bridges that have been burned. And I know you want yeah, to support no, your like, guy. No, like, you, there, what do you think is, do you think it's the Cali moment for the players where they just, like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, I don't, like, or was it the practice? Where, no, like, I think it was the practice. I, honestly, I think it was the practice. He went a week without talking to these dudes. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was a practice. I think when he got kicked out of practice, I think a lot of dudes were like, yo, man, forget this dude, which I don't yeah. blame him. No, I don't blame him. No, like I, I like if it was me, that would be like if yeah, if I if I'm and again I don't know Matisse or whatever, like if I'm like Matisse, like yeah, like I'm like I'm like that the whole don't come out to my house bothers me. But if you're gonna come to practice and just be a jerk, then like brother, like fam, like we tried to extend the olive branch and you still kicking us in the face. Like we're not doing this no more. We're not doing it. You know, like didn't Joel B last week just say, 
I don't care what that dude do, man. I don't care about that. I don't I don't care about that man. He does what he wants. Yeah, like this was a week ago. And then but Friday he said, let's all support Ben Simmons. You know, he's still he's still part of our team. So read it however you want. I, <laughs> I, all I know is you don't see a long-term solution. I don't see a long-term solution. Uh, but th- at the very least, a short-term solution needs to be a point guard. Like somebody needs to sign a point guard within the next week. Again, unless Shake Milton comes back from his injury and just turns into like Jason Kidd or whatever, you gotta get another. You gotta get another point guard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This ain't gonna work long term. This ain't. All right. Stop talking about the Sixers. I'm done with. It. Actually, well, no. One last thing. Shout out to Kate Scott. Doing an excellent job in the first week or so with the Sixers. New play-by-play voice. For NBC Sports Philadelphia. I will not hold Kate Scott, Kate Scott accountable for this. And NBC Sports is so damn whack for not getting <laughs> these, these people. No, no. Like, I this this will never – because I see other teams are doing this. I see the – That was my yeah, – that's my question. I want to see, like, what networks are sending people out and what networks ain't. Because I don't know. Cheap ass NBC know. Sports. Come on, yeah. man. Like, I don't yeah, know. I'll, like, you can't – I would love to know the budget to send a – Two two broadcasters and a per, and because I see they're sending the the radio squad, which mm-hmm. I, I mean like, wouldn't you just do the opposite? Well, the radio squad's different. The radio squad's a different. I mean, that's the team. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't. So yeah. So so here's the thing. Yeah. See, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure how much it costs. What the budget is. I mean, I know it's a, a, I mean, a pretty substantial budget. But again, like, as you've seen with these regional sports networks all over, like they're barely keeping lights on as it is. So. I mean, you I don't know. I know they're me, trying to sell these networks, so they don't you can't money. tell me that you can give the same effect of a play-by-play broadcast from a studio like eight hundred miles away than you would be in the arena. Sorry. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess the question is: Is it worth X thousands of dollars to send people on the road? You know, send the whole crew on the road for a game. You know, that over a, over a season that could be let's say half a million dollars. I'm going to throw a number out there. Let's say that's half a million dollars. <clears throat> But if you're trying to sell these networks, then that's half a million dollars less, less of expenses that you have that you you know. So if you're trying to make if you're trying to make the income statement look good. I mean, that's an easy way to cut down on it. That's all I'm saying. Embarrassing. But so, but by the way, Kate Scott, very good. Very good. Very she good. has a her she has a voice for play by play. If that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah, like no, I don't know. And like I I and and it's and is she the goat yet? No. But you know what? She's she's. I miss, I miss Zoo a hell of a lot less because Absolutely. Kate Scott is that good. Yeah, no, no, Kate Scott, Kate Scott, good. Again, and you don't forward. need, I don't need catchphrases yet, dude. Just give me no a solid, time. like, just no give come. me a solid play-by-play. Give me a good rapport with Allah, and don't don't say how much you don't want Josh Giddy to be not hurt. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, all that, all that other stuff. It'll come in time. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about that. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, one of the other teams in town, uh, the Philadelphia Football Eagles, who lost to the Raiders um, this past weekend. Again, not the game, not as close as the final score would indicate. Um, so you can ignore, say that about every game. Ignore the Fugazi uh, Jalen Rager touchdown, where he kind of just jumped up and kind of grabbed that like Fugazi ball and scored on that. Um, Derek Carr, um, one of the most accurate passing performances in the history of the NFL. Literally, Thir- thirty-one of thirty-four. Uh, Sands is his number one target, by the way. No Darren Waller. Uh, for the Raiders, uh, the Eagles are giving up. I think it was like seventy-four percent of passing completion percentage, like for the season. That's over seven games. Um, basically, everyone from Sam Darnold to um, Tom Brady has looked like Tom Brady um, against the Eagles this year. The Eagles have tra- trailed by twelve or more points in six games this year, the most in the league. That's every game except for the Falcons game. They've been down by at least twelve points. Um, what else should we say? Oh, oh, good quote from. Um, Friend of the show, Shio Kapadia by the Eagles D. Quote, can't imagine players joining, uh, enjoying this. So passive. Um, I'll skip most of it. Basically, nothing to make QB sweat. Attempts at disguise laughable. A complete bore. So the defense is trash. Um, the offense is trash until the other team plays prevent defense. Um, your quarterback's trash, like, just a lot. So, again, the pie chart of blame comes out. Is it a talent thing? Is it a coaching thing? Is it a... Jalen Hurts thing, like, where, where are we? What are we doing? Howie Rose, no, no, it, it all comes back to Howie, man. And, and, okay. and a shout out to Ruben F. Frank 
were just saying, yo, man, we can't have Howie run another offseason. Like, I mean, this is this is reaching critical mass right now because yeah. I don't know with the most I'll, I'll say it, this is the most important offseason in the history of the Eagles, period. I, I mean, like w- when you have three first round picks, potentially three first round picks, you probably will. Yeah. With a absolutely dearth of talent. Like I, I mean, even even with this draft that's come up, the 2021 draft is how much is the 2021 draft going to add to your cover? Because I'm not sure. And it comes, no, but this is all, you're paying for the the past, the sins of the past. This is drafting Derek Barnett. This is drafting JJ. This is drafting Sharif Miller. Like, I, like you, everything is compounding. And, and rent's due. And you and you and you you can't pay rent. Yeah, it's it's funny we haven't seen a whole lot of the, the rents due shirts. Oh no 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 no! Because I saw Jalen Hurts. Do you trust the process? And I'm like, come on, bro. No, bro, not not today, my my guy, not today. But like, then, what is like? Sorry, sorry. What yeah. is for you the biggest prop? Like, no, the biggest concern about this team. Just, I don't know, like, not even putting a disclaimer on it. I'll say long-term, short-term. What is the biggest concern for you right now? So we so we, we saw issues with this team on both sides of the ball, like, as early as game two, right? Like, we saw issues with Jalen Hurts. We saw issues, you know, we can say, you know, the linebackers play deep and, you know, the schemes are crap, trash or whatever like that. We saw this a month and a half ago, right? Like, all this stuff. Well, some, you know, some of this stuff to various extents. A month and a half ago. Nothing's changed. No, like, they haven't changed at all. Like you still run the same. The penalties have gotten <clears throat> a little better. What was that? I'm sorry. The penalties have gotten a little better. Yeah, the penalties have gotten a little better. But again, like you've still, you've run by and large the same little dink and dunk offense. You got rid of the, all the screens because you used to run screens like a million times. Now you don't run them a million times a game. But like the same basic offense for Jalen Hurts. You still have your your linebackers and, and defensive backs playing well all way way off the ball, just giving up stuff like over the like over the middle of the field, like all all the time. Like nothing has changed and it stinks. You would think at some point if you do the same thing over and over and over and it doesn't work, you're like, hey man, you know what? Maybe something needs to give. Cause quite frankly, that Atlanta game was a complete outlier because you really should yeah. be one of oh, six. No. Like you, like, and that, that, like, cause that Carolina game is crazy too. Like you should, you should have lost that game too, but nothing has changed. And it's like, I don't understand. Like, and, and I'll say this, it looked like maybe they were trying to do a little bit of something in the Raiders game to kind of get Jalen Hurts involved by giving the ball to Miles Sanders. And that first drive looked pretty good. Then Miles Sanders gets hurt. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, whatever. We're done now. Can't do that anymore. I don't know what to expect from this team. Like, well, let me say this. I know what to expect from this team. That's a problem. Because again, they don't change anything. And hopefully, again, like they kind of take that game plan they saw that they had in, in, in the first possession against the Raiders game and kind of use that as, as the template. But I don't think they will. And again, if you don't do this against Detroit, if you lose to Detroit, everything's on the table. I mean, everything's on the table. <laughs> Detroit stinks. Uh, no, I no. I thought this season, because you know how last season we had no idea whether it was the talent, whether it was the coaching, or wh- whether it was the quarterback. Right. And now, you know, it was everything but the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I mean, like, I thought that, like, you would be able to tell, like, with Detroit, like, you can tell with Detroit, it is a talent issue. It's not an effort issue. It's not a coaching issue. It's just they got Quinton Damsifus as their R- WR2. Mm-hmm. They got, like, I don't know, like, I don't even know who the, they got. Cully Raymond as their WR three. Like I don't know. They have a talent issue, but they're that coach is. Those players are willing to run for a wall, through a wall, even though they're zero and six. Like I don't know. They're in a lot of games, but mm-hmm. they they just can't close the door because they can. It's not a question that well maybe the quarterback stinks and he can't. He execute. stinks too, yeah. But like I, I mean, with the Eagles, it's everything. Right. It's the coach is a moron. Like I and. This is why, like, I don't know, and I've heard this argument where you're like, they say, oh, you can't judge a rookie quarterback based on inept coaching. How many rookie quarterbacks have had inept coaching? Hundreds? The, yeah, yeah, I, I can't believe that. Like, I don't know. There are some things you can still assess about Jalen Hurts, even though he has an idiot coach. You can. Like, I, I mean, like, so that's where it is for me. Is like, I don't know, like, 
the lack of clarity on who to blame. <laughs> but can you judge a rookie quarter or a young quarterback on inept coaching and inept, and inept talent? Because again, no, like... but I don't no, but, no, but I don't think the talent is so. Is the talent that inept? Like I don't know. Is the talent greater or less than it was last year? Like I don't know. Uh, like for an offense, if, if you put Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. like I don't know, on, on this team, how many more wins would they have? One. Okay, I would say two. You think two? Who, who else would they have beaten? <laughs> I think they would have beaten. I think they would have beaten the Forty Niners. Okay, they would have beat the they would have beat the Forty Niners. I mean, they wouldn't have beat they wouldn't have beat Tampa Bay. They wouldn't have beat Kansas City. Um, you think they would have beat the Raiders? I mean, I'm trying to figure, where's the other wins coming? What's the other win coming from? No, you know what? They they would have one more, but they would look better. Okay, they look better. They look better. They would look better. But all, I guess all I'm saying is, like, it's hard to say. Like, I mean, look, Devontae's Devontae. Devontae's a nice player. He's whatever he's at. I don't know if I can evaluate this dude when he's throwing the Quez Watkins. Like, I don't know if I can evaluate this guy when, like, his number one running back for the next three weeks is go, or whatever weeks is going to be Kenneth Gainwell. Like, God bless these dudes. But, I mean, like, again, this guy's, what, 11 starts in now? In, in Are Georgia you season? willing to give him another shot if they fire the coach? I got I to gotta see more. I got to see a little bit more. No, Because like, you're, you're, so- you're right. Because there's, there's some things where, like, it's like, Bro, like I know you're 11 starts in or 12 starts in or whatever you are at this point. You gotta like, you gotta like be more accurate with these dudes. Like you got, you got, you got a couple of dudes like going like like wide open, like like yeah. like down the field, and you just missing them. You, you know what I'm asking for? Read the RPO correctly. Well, yeah, that's another part of it. No, it keeps, see, that's it keeps where, it way too much. No, see, way this too much. is why, like, I Tyranny is a complete idiot, and I I'm willing to say that right now and forever like he he is overmatched as a head coach like i don't mm-hmm. know motivational like i don't know in every facet motivating players execution game plan all of it. however i'm not sure that like i don't know like are you willing to are are you ready to open the playbook up for a guy who can't read an rpo correctly i mean if the rpo stink then you, you then you got to call something what up, is right? no like if, if <laughs> you you have a a out of body experience, and you are the head coach of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. What is your game plan for Jalen Hurts? I well, I run. I I call actual running plays, not run, not RPO plays. Plays where you hand the ball off to your running back. Again, maybe you know, maybe it's more understanding stuff. I don't know, whatever. And then I try to run some stuff because again, he's not gonna he ain't gonna throw it deep. Like it's whatever. I get it. Give me some more stuff over the middle. Give me some more stuff to Dallas Goddard. <clears throat> like you know, kill these screens. Give me you know just just give me. Just see, like you know, how you have to have to see the ball going to hoop, like when you're a basketball player. So you call plays for like easy baskets, or whatever. Just give me a bunch of easy completions. Easy he can't stuff. make easy baskets. That's the point. Like I don't <laughs> I, know. Like people are screaming <laughs> about Devontae Smith's drops. Have you seen these passes? These passes stink. Those passes are terrible. But I'm, but again, give me some seven yard. Give me like a little seven yard hitch route. All right. Oh, give me a little curl. See, to the see this is where I uh, I am just want to just. He can't hit those. How do we know? Oh, he throws his stuff to the to the to the out to the out to the to the sidelines, and they stink. But maybe I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Like so, you throw him hitch routes. Okay. Right. At some point, the defense will realize you're only throwing hitch routes. He can't. Throw, <laughs> he can't throw. He can't throw slants. Like I don't no. know because his his throwing with anticipation is he Four. obviously didn't do this in college. No. No. No, it was a little different. And, different and one, the one thing that I thought he would be a lot better at than the previous quarterback is his willingness to sit in the pocket. Like, I don't know, to, to not to not flinch. He's flinching big time. And mm-hmm. people are saying, I'm sorry, this line hasn't, like, my line got destroyed by Yannick Ngakwe. I get it. But, oh, oh, like, this line for this season has been okay. Yeah, but yeah, by by and large, again, this line's been fine. It, again, despite all the injuries, again, like you said, at the end of the Raiders game last week, like it was kind of a mess. Like he had to kind of kind of run a little bit. But by and large, this line's been okay. And again, he's still, you know, as soon as soon as he he smells yes. the dude within like five steps, he's like bailing out, and then he's and then he's rolling to one side, and he's cutting off the field. It's like, look, <laughs> you already got a problem. One, the one thing <laughs> I haven't seen yet, he is not, he is not a on the throw guy like no. like he's not making plays with his legs and throwing like just bail out like if, if you're gonna bail out like if you're gonna bail out, just run 
But what I'm saying, like, and you're right with that. Like, and I'm okay with those runs. But when you look at the box score and you see this dude has 13 carries, it's like, bro, what are we doing here? Like, this is not sustainable on any level. And if he's carrying the ball all the time because he's not giving the ball to the running back on these RPOs, then maybe you stop calling these RPOs. That's all I'm saying. So, like, I'm just, so just you not. just say, Jalen, hand the damn ball off. No, just hand, no option. Just, just, hand, no, no, just run. Yeah, just call regular running plays. Just up the gut. Like, just whatever. Like, now you have a running back who hits holes. Oh, we got to get out of here. Now you got a running back who hits holes, handed the ball to him, let him hit a hole. We'll yell, yell about this next week. We got to get out of here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. 106.5 FM, WPP, MLP, Philadelphia. Till next week, we're out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. <laughs>